how you're doing. This is Phoenix Gold Standard with Money and Politics Inspired. Today, let's jump right into it. We're going to talk about how to get your student loan forgiveness done. All right? So let's talk about a few things. Uh, let's ask a few questions. How do you feel about this student loan forgiveness program that Biden has proposed? How do you feel about it? Like, really, what do you think about it? And do you know how to go about getting that student loan forgiveness? We're going to go over that in a few easy steps and maybe a little bit of uh, some recommendations that I can assist you with that I've seen who uh, people who have actually done the student loan forgiveness program. Uh, next, if you were a student and your student loans were forgiven, how would it help you? very important question, right? What would you do with the extra money? Good question, right? And would you be able to live? And let's ask, let's, let's ask this. Were you one of the ones that paid off your student loan debt? Or, like myself, were you that Marine or that military personnel that gave his or her life, put it on the line so you could get your GI Bill? And we're going to address the ins and outs of that because I just did a segment on peanut pay for education and talking about this, the uh, teachers and how they can barely live and a little student loan debt forgiveness would help them out, out a whole lot. I think that thing should be done, but let's just jump right into it. And lastly, who do you think pays for the student loans? I know a lot of you think a lot of different varies <laughs> variety of things but uh, you'd be shocked on how it's really not transparent everything that I've looked up and looked online and searching more information I'm gonna keep digging to see how they really plan on funding this uh, and I think I got an idea it's not just not just us that just all of us folks it's all the taxpayers it's, 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 that's not the situation okay all right so let's let's go right into it let's see the first step of this student loan forgiveness program, you need to check if you're eligible. That's the main thing. So I'm going to read out the technical terms on it, and a lot of this information uh, I received from uh, reading the build, and it's as follows. If you made less than $125,000 a year in 2020 or in 2021, all right, or if you were married, and you and your spouse made less than $260,000 a year, all right? And you took out a student loan prior to June 30th, 2022. All those steps are very important. If you made less than $125,000 a year in 2020 and 2021, and or if you're married, you and your spouse made less than $250,000 a year, and let's not forget, those loans had to be predated to June the 30th, 2022. You're qualified for the forgiveness. Awesome, right? Celebrating. Let's all clap together. Yeah, that's, that's good stuff, right? That's good stuff. Now, what's going to end up happening when you pull your taxes, they're going to check a few things, your adjusted gross income, your AGI, uh, on your tax return. So you're going to need to have your taxes done here, folks. And if you haven't done that, I, I strongly suggest that you – get that taken care of so we can get some of that debt off of you, okay? Very important. Now, we're going to move into those of you who maybe didn't have student loans, and we're talking about the Pell Grants, right? 
So Pell Grant recipients will, will receive up to $20,000 in debt forgiveness. $10,000, folks. For a lot of us, that is a whole card. That is great. That is great. And the holders of other federal loans will, re will receive as much as $10,000. Still a hump of money is being forgiven. Now, all federal aid student loans, including undergraduate loans, graduate loans, spousal loans, and parent plus, and graduate plus loans are also eligible. It's cracking, right? That's awesome. I think that's a great thing. I know people are going to talk to you while you think that, but I'm going to tell you right now, I think that's a great thing. Now, let's, let's keep it moving, um, and I'll tell you why I think that. Okay, so... Um, the borrowers should uh, understand that it's not per loan, but rather per borrower. Each person who borrowed money, even if you took out multiple loans for your education, it counts as one loan for yourself. Now, the one parent plus loan for a child, your forgiveness is still capped at $10,000 or $20,000 in some circumstances. Uh, the information that I got that from came from, I'm going to butcher his name. Uh, he's a financial aid expert, uh, Mark Kotrowski. I'm going to spell that for you, okay? You can look him up. I like to cite all my information as much as possible. Mark, his last name is K-N-K-A-N-T-R-O-W-I-C-E. Now, Pell Grants recipients who took out one Pell Grant, okay, one Pell Grant, and other federal loans are still eligible for the full $20,000 forgiveness, even if that grant was for less amount of money. You're still eligible for it, so you're not going to get it. You're gonna get, it's going to forgive what you took. It's so I'm not sure why they even made that a thing, but hey, they did. And let's keep it right on moving, all right? So now to check to see if you need to fill out, out an application, that's the first thing you need to do, okay? A lot of you will be automatically enrolled into the program. So they're saying about 8 million people will be enrolled into it. Uh, and it, it will include 6 million current students and another 2 million of the income-driven uh, plan. I was actually on that income-driven plan for a while until I started making a significant amount of money, and then my uh, rest of my loans were forgiven because I was in the United States Marine Corps. Ooh, I simplify till you die. Now, get your tax returns done, 2020s and 2021s. If you haven't done it, you need to get on it. That needs to happen. Get it amended. Get it backdated. Whatever you need to do, this thing needs to happen. Now, private loans, fe the federal education loans, or it's known as the FFEL that were backed by the government are not eligible for the relief program. So you can leave that program out of it. A lot of things were eligible. Those private loans were not. Uh, I don't know anyone personally who have who has those private loans, but if you know someone, please chime in on the show. Please chime in on the page. I have my Facebook page. Chime in and tell me how that situation worked out. Uh, but there are some good news in regards to those who have paid, folks. Great news. You will receive a refund. I was reading online. There's one young lady. She received $10,000 back 
she had paid off her student loans, got $10,000 back. I think that's amazing. Kudos uh, to President Biden for that. Uh, I know personally someone who received $8,000 back once the application was finalized. Yes, she received $8,000 back, dollars back. Now listen, it's not just filling out an application and getting your student loans forgiven. Even with me, that was not the case, okay? It was not the case. I used my GI Bill. I had to put off some student loans so I could live, so I could eat, right? I had to have a car, all these things, right? Be able to get around. My student loans did get forgiven, but it took work. Like, they're not going to make this easy. I know everyone thinks, well, they're just, they're just going to make it easy for those folks to be able to get that money in. It, that's, that's not the situation. It is not that. It is not going to be easy. You're going to have to set reminders on your phone, set reminders on your computer. You're going to have to follow up on this money because if you don't, if you do not, it will fall by the wayside. And that's what they want to do, want you to do. I'm telling you, as a government employee that I was, I'm going to tell you, the government is really good at waiting you out. They will. They will wear you out. <laughs> Listen, I was online with my the V8 the other day, and I was on hold for, I know, two whole minutes of automated messages before I even got to the main menu to be able to ask for customer service. It was two minutes of blah, 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 blah. So <laughs> it is not going to be easy, nor, nor think it will be, okay? It, it, it's, it's not. Now, who pays for the debt relief? I know you're waiting for this one. Who paid for it? The average burden, according to the CBS, right? CBS is doing this analysis on it, and they're saying there's a couple of different things that are going to happen here. And, and I, I'm, I'm more with the latter. Okay, so the average burden per U.S. taxpayer for the new federal student loan cancellation debt will be about $2,500. Now, this came from the National Taxpayers Union, a supposedly a fiscal conservative aggregate. I'm sorry. A, a physical conservative group um, that does these analyses. $2,503.22 to be exact, Dr. Seuss. If the taxpayers have to do it, that's not going to fix it, all right? The cost, and I'm running over time here, but this is a lot of information, the cost will not be spread out evenly among the income section. It's not going to happen. It's suspected that those with higher incomes would face the largest burden, supposedly. Now, this is all hypothetical. It is not set in stone yet on who or how they're going to pay for this one. I have not seen it. Again, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I hope to see some more information about who and how they're going to pay for it. This is what I really think is going to probably happen. And this is the last a point that they they uh, brought up on uh, CBS, and this is this is a quote, right? Uh, based on the assumption that policymakers would need to make up the total tally for the forgiveness through tax increases, that's going to happen on everybody and businesses. Spending cuts, definitely. Borrowing more money or a combination of those strategies. I think all of those are going to happen. Tax increases on the Consumers, tax tax increases on companies, you're going to have to have those tax increases on them to help offset the student loan debt, and then some spending cuts. We're going to have to trim off some fat. That's what's going to have to happen. I mean, they just had a, a big uh, 
in Missouri, I think it was Missouri, they um, had a company that was um, supposedly feeding people, feeding kids, um, and they charged the government half a billion dollars? Billion. Not million, billion. Yes. Uh, They walked away with a ton of money. No, they're going after those people, but so obviously we've got the money, right? (laughs) We've got the money. We just need to direct that money into the uh, right place. And so hopefully that will will uh will happen. That's my hope. As a military person, I will tell you this. Um yes I had my student loans forgiven. Yes I had the GI Bill. But in order to, for me to do that, listen folks, I had to give my life. I had to put my my limbs on the line. I have two blown out shoulders and a lower back and my ankles swell when I take ten thousand plus steps. You're probably wondering how, how I know that because because I work out a lot and I know once I hit 10,000 steps, my ankles start swelling. That's a lot of running I did. So I sacrificed my body. I was able to then go to college and be a productive citizen that you see today. And um, yeah, I got to pick whatever curriculum I wanted to go into versus uh, what I really think should happen in regards to my episode last week in regards to peanut pay for education the teachers. Do I think the teachers should have their student loans forgiven? I'm going to be honest with you. We need to do something, either student loan forgiveness or give these people a, a place to, s- to live, uh, rent-free. I will say definitely rent-free. Something not, not too, nothing crazy. I'm thinking like a one-bedroom apartment. And if they get married and they have two incomes, then they can move out. But coming out of college, I think that's a, a really great idea, especially with a four-year degree. If you don't have a master's, you definitely need something to offset the lack of income that's such a important job to have uh, in this American society. That's my thoughts. Tell me what your thoughts are. Listen, I don't have all the answers. I will not tell you I have all the answers, but I have some really good points of view, and I'm going to express those. And I am here to just give you the information. I go research the information for you, right, and then I present it to you. So you can make a better educated decision on how you're going to spend your money and B, how you're going to live your life. These are important matters. They affect you whether you think they don't or not. They will affect you. And how you react to that is very important. This is Phoenix Gold Standard with Money and Politics Simplified. I air every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On I'm on Apple, YouTube, and I'm doing well. I'm enjoying this, and I hope for everything to start getting better with my background and my lighting. I've been told my lighting sucks, and so I'm going to start working on that because it's terrible. But the content, everyone loves the content. Uh, Everyone uh, loves the uh, information that I'm bringing, and that's where I wanted to focus most of my time on was the information that I was bringing to you. How important was it? A, was it concise? B, and did I just blah, 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 speaking on? I didn't want to do that. Give you hard information, quick, fast, in a hurry, and you make a decision on how you want to live your life. That's what America, I live by. Have a great day, and I'm out of here.